Somebody named Fats. You ever hear somebody named Fats? No Fats. No Fats. What's going on with Fats? Why we? Why we got Fats? I don't know. Wasn't anything going on in New Orleans or? Absolutely nothing. I was just looking through these random they intros. They lost the playoff game. Yeah, that was. Uh, Been in the news a little bit. They're walking. Yeah, they're walking. <laughs> it actually is more appropriate than I realized. I thought maybe that's what it was for. Yeah, I guess. Let's, I mean, let's go with bad, that. Let's say, bad that calls. let's say that I premeditatedly planned it that way, and it wasn't just randomly. There's been bad calls, but that's the worst one I can ever remember. I just don't ever think I remember a call that bad. You know, the problem is Sean McVay had an excellent point. The Rams had a blatant face mask missed that caused them to kick a field goal instead of going for a touchdown first and goal. So that changed the game also. And you know, yeah, you're I'm, gonna, start I'm not getting... going to sit there and whine like a, like babies like the Saints are doing. I mean, it happens. It is part of the game, but. I'm just saying, in all of the bad calls that I've ever seen... It's the worst seen, call I've ever seen. I think it's the worst call I ever saw. And when it happened immediately, I was like, worst call I ever saw. I, and then like, they got together, and you're just waiting for one of them to, say, to pull the flag out. It's, Not to mention it was helmet-to-helmet on the play, too, that could have been called. Four penalties. <laughs> but it was, it it was, was the worst just, call I ever saw. It was the most blatant, too. Now, like, I had the Rams and the under. So I am not complaining. But, man, that was... Uh, that is a bad, bad, no bad fun call. Uh, it takes over for the previous worst call ever, which was the Jerry Rice fumble against the Packers. Do you remember this? It's a little-known game, but it was the divisional round of uh, the postseason. It was the year after the Packers lost the Super Bowl to uh, the Broncos, and it was kind of the end of that great Packers team that built its way like through losing to Dallas, finally won the title, lost in the Super Bowl, and... Uh, the Terrell Owens touchdown took place that that ended up beating the Packers took place right after Jerry Rice fumbled. Yeah. And they didn't call the fumble and the worst call ever for me was, was what gave birth ever. to Tom Brady was that tuck oh, rule. Oh, the tuck rule. I mean, just yeah. Just atrocious. They should never even have won that first Super Bowl. You, you're right. You know what? That is the worst call. I mean, that is the, even though it is by the letter of the law, the uh, rule, that, that's what makes it not in that category as the worst call ever. Because uh, then you start talking about those catch rules and how bad those calls were. But Yeah, the Calvin the, Johnson touchdown that was uh, called back. Yeah. What, Absolutely what terrible. Ever. All right. Well, welcome to episode 94 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, Nick. We're humming. We're um, and we're getting we're working our way up to 100, folks, and uh, we're going to start off with some trivia that's coming up on the upcoming Quizzo trivia games played nationwide at bars all across the great United States of America. Happy uh, back in business, America. Here. Oh yeah, back in business. Done. Trump just said uh, we're going to do it for three weeks. Oh, 
They've got a, pl- a plan in place. I think you know what's really clean up the garbage in national parks for three weeks and then get back to being on strike. Whatsoever, I don't think anybody cares about the garbage in the national parks. I right. think it's the travel, the airline, the airlines cancellations and the backups. And... I think that's really so what's they're putting the three pressure. weeks to get everybody paid and then they could go back off again. And what is this to... shit about the Coast Guard? Does it get paid, but everybody else does? Have you seen this? <laughs> yes, I did. The Coast Guard is now without two checks, right? Because they're considered Homeland Security, right? I mean, how, very that, insulting. That is very insulting. Very There's insulting. already got to be somewhat of this if you're yeah. in the Coast Guard. This... Oh, trust me, my dad was in the Coast Guard. He he got a he got a test. You're kind of the junior military, like, Navy, you're Army, like... Air Force, Coast Guard. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. It's like when somebody tells you they're a doctor and you find out they're a dermatologist. <laughs> right. That that's, that's what Seinfeld. Uh, he had oh, a whole episode about that. Pipple popper yeah. MD. But then it's like somebody came up to him at dinner. See, is like a, somebody's like maybe, somebody's right. like doctor. Thank you for curing me of skin cancer. And he's like, oh, skin cancer. <laughs> I guess I forgot about that. So I'll play yeah. golf with this dermatologist. Same with Coast Guard. And a very, it's, it's all cute until the, the Germans come life. on their U boats. Yeah. <laughs> They're our last yeah, yeah. layer of defense. Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, can we pay the Coast Guard, please? Right. They also, how, like, how you know, trust me, you know how much uh, cocaina would be coming into this country if not for the fine men and women <laughs> in the U.S. Coast really Guard? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you know how Stopping the drugs. underweight tuna fish would be getting caught in the right. <laughs> sea right now? If Sir, we're boarding your boat, and we're going to weigh your fish. We're going to measure your fish. We're going to measure your fish. All right, uh, I'm going to start you off with this question, Nick, and I, I think that this is a perfect lead-in, and it's organic. Atlantic bluefin is a type of what fish? <laughs> that, I swear to God, it was already t- right there. That's a tuna. It's a tuna. <laughs> it was I already here. We were just randomly getting to that point in the conversation, Not and right here. Not only is that a tuna. It is. That is the, the tuna. tuna. Do you the know Atlantic about the Atlantic bluefin? Blue you know I hate it? tuna, but that is a tuna. Well, this is fascinating because because uh, in a steak it looks like a steak. I saw this the other. I saw this maybe a week or two ago. The most expensive fish ever sold, sold like a couple of weeks ago. Okay, I don't have it in front of me. So you might want to look this up. But some guy in Japan paid like one point two million dollars for a tuna. Now. $1.2 million, million for, for a, tuna. a tuna. And again, I don't have these numbers in front of me, so I'm okay. kind of making them up. But it was around an 800-pound. Like the biggest tuna you could ever imagine. But how long could that last? So it's just for food? Look, do, do me a favor. Look it up. Okay. Since we're talking about it, most expensive fish ever sold. Because <laughs> I don't have my numbers right. And you I are wanna... either. Because I remember doing the math on this, and it comes out. A very around... ugly man a or a really handsome, handsome fish. fish. It comes out to about $5,000 a pound, Drew, for this tuna. $5,000 a pound. A 222-kilogram bluefin tuna was sold in Tokyo's Jushiki market for an all-time record of one. So that's closer to five... 155.4 million yen or $1.8 million. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, that's what I mean. So it was a 500-pound fish that sold for $1.8 million. And it's uh, quick math in, in the 5,000-a-pound wow. range. Like I so, would be, you're talking. I'd this. be spending my time catching bluefin because let me yeah. tell you something. That's <laughs> like is... catching diamonds, right? <laughs> right. You know what, what kind of Imagine diamond a you have? Million to... dollar fish, right? Like, a fish, a fish, a fish, <laughs> a fish. Do you think it's arrogant? Like, does it know that is like, that? Desired? Does it know how desired it, it is amongst the fish world? I, Do you think I like think there's a, like down there? It's oh, like, yeah. oh, I know. Yeah, 500-pound million dollar fish, baby. It's got arrogance to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. How did it get caught, though? Well, they, they, 
likes to eat fish. Yeah, that's how you get that big, eating other Thing fish. Thing is unbelievably big. Frightening. Just absolutely horrifying looking. We should go fishing later. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously. Behind these microphones. I mean, we live in We're wasting our time. We got, we, we got blue gold out there. Right. <laughs> yeah. As we, like, get these little, like, freaking sardines. How many of that worth? That's worth 30 cents. Speaking <laughs> of, do you know what the most dangerous job in America is when it comes to just fatalities per capita? Is it that that uh, those people that drive those trucks in the icy roads or whatever on the sides, or, or is it those uh, Alaskan uh, sea or crab catchers? It's Well, it's fishermen. Fishermen? Yeah. Right, yeah, the yeah. Fish, the job of fishermen is the most dangerous job in America. Fantastic. Which I'm surprised it wouldn't be. What would you think? Like, oh, loggers is number two. That seems dangerous. Yep. I, I, Saws, sure. giant trees. Trees falling everywhere. Right? I would not want to be a cab driver. I'll tell you what. It Oop. seems like when something bad happens. Prostitute, like, another just... one. Not a fan. Uh, let's see. What else? You got a you got a trivia question for me? Yeah, sure. That's dangerous. Uh, right. Now, this one, I'm going to tell you right now. This is unfair, and I'm probably not going to ask it exactly like this. But uh, okay, let's start. Enough. I'm just going to kick me right in the, make it up in to the you gonads later. right in the middle. Right in the ads it. I like it. It's okay. Right, okay. Uh, what is the most filmed location in the world? We'll start there. What is the most filmed location in the world? And then I will uh, make it e- easier on you, like as we say, we ask to the public. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. The most filmed location. In the world. Very, very tough. Well, if it's very, very tough, that immediately negates the majority of the things that I would have guessed. No, it's not that it's very, very tough because of it's so obscure. Arbitrary. It's just because there could be so many things. You know, like so- like the Eiffel Tower. Like, okay. why wouldn't it be right. the Eiffel Tower? All uh, right. Or you know, Big Ben or Broadway. Because or they don't make Times as many. Square. They don't make as many movies. Right over there. Right. There's well, yeah. many yeah. more so movies made. Hollywood the- sign. That's a good one. That would have been all right. Let me let me narrow it down for you, and this is the way the public will get it. What park is the most filmed location in the world? The Grand Canyon, Central Park. Oh, Central Park. Okay, there you go. Much better. Much better. Yes, very good. Yes, Central Park is wonderful. Yep, it is, lots it is, of filming going on in Central. Park. It is an oasis. Uh, okay, this is interesting for you. Um, <laughs> Do you ever come across like so? There's a little backstory to why I even put this in there and asked it. Like, uh, have you ever reviewed some of our old questions and found that for some reason the previous authors of said questions decided to put in jokes or little things in parentheses like punchlines to yeah. finish your question? Yeah, you know what? We, we used to in the early days. Yes, punch we, up. We had t- we, were- we had hosts with no. Sense of humor at all. So we would punch up a couple of questions. So I came across this gem. Uh, What animal can clean its ears with its 20-inch tongue? And in parentheses, it said, easy, ladies. Oh, God. No, it didn't. <laughs> yes, it did. Oh, no, that it has didn't. since been removed and will not be asked that way. We have, <laughs> we have since come, <laughs> come out of doing that. But that was in the question's language, and I lost my mind. I laughed so you know, hard. We used to start these things at 9 o'clock at night. It also wasn't atmosphere. a nationwide thing played primarily at, like, you know, <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget. But that's, is the answer the anteater? No. All right. The giraffe. Ah, uh, okay. The giraffe is a 20 Oh, inch. cleans its ears? Yes. Is that what it's? Cleans its I, ears I, with its 20-inch tongue. I was too busy thinking about my favorite one of those that was in parentheses, and it was, um, what was the name 
of Ross's monkey in Friends. Marcel. And then in quotes it said, and how did he discipline his monkey? (laughs) (laughs) He spanked his monkey. (laughs) That was my all-time favorite of when I saw one quote. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. You see, it's it, it's a it's from a year. It's from before the Me Too world. We do not do those punchlines anymore and, in the Quizzo show. But you get them on the podcast occasionally. And so. if you're sitting there and you think that maybe you're funny and that you should shout funny stuff out at the game, let Don't, me tell you, folks, you're not. It is so obnoxious. Not only is it obnoxious, it's always cringeworthy. Except this week, I had two oh yeah, all-timers. You, you had somebody get you. Twice this week, the same week. Okay. I asked the question that I asked you last week about what is the national anthem of the Confederacy. Yes. And somebody shouted out, Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That got, me, that got me laughing. That's about right. Yeah. And uh, the other one. You ever want to tell the, I'll tell the story for you, but Nick once got out of a speeding ticket by citing Freebird. He got pulled over for going very, very, very fast by a female state trooper. And when was pulled over, she said, why were you going that fast? And his response was, Freebird was on. <laughs> and she laughed hysterically and let him off. That happened to the co-host of this show, folks. Wow. There you go. Freebird. Confirm or deny, Nick. Confirm or deny. It happened. <laughs> Freebird. <laughs> Song of the South. Wait, what was it? Whistling Dixie? Dixie or Dixieland, I think is what we we figured out. Yeah, listen to it. it's horrible. By the way, I try, I've tried to find it, and it's like it it even like it sounds racist. Oh yeah, you you hear that sound, and you're like, this is run. Tr- this is trouble. All right, founded in 1921, what is considered the first fast food restaurant chain? White Castle. You got it. Yes. White Castle, White Castle is the fast, first fast food restaurant chain destroying America for years. And future. Time Magazine named their burger the most iconic. Or, or, no, sorry, the most influential. All right. That, that's uh, kind of ridiculous, right? Uh, first of all. I, I, mean, I wouldn't even eat one of those well, on a dare. You did once. No, no, I mean, now. <laughs> Need I remind you, <laughs> you don't of have the to night? bring up 20 years ago every time. <laughs> that night in an Indiana parking lot that yeah. you devoured a box of White Castle yes. burgers before venturing on a 17 hour overnight bus ride back to Pennsylvania <laughs> where you changed in 30 minutes and then attended a wedding. A wedding off a bus. <laughs> Folks, off an I overnight off bus, an overnight Greyhound after a weekend a of seeing the band in a fish. bathroom at a motel, <laughs> and Let's went not to forget a you went three days camping to see the band Fish yeah. prior to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you yeah. even say to that? Yeah, three days of camping, overnight in a Greyhound, and go to a wedding without a shower. Totally reasonable. Yep, but that White Castle got me there. That's, I that think, might have been the worst bus trip. Of my, if I have to think back to what was really the worst, that bus trip from Indianapolis to Pennsylvania to, to Philly. Oh, I would never. Good thing they delivered that. Se- we were there for like three nights, and it was flat. Right, totally flat. It was flat, and it was like the last night. That second set was the best. Was the best show of that entire year. Oh, right? no question. Best set they had played in. Uh, maybe five years. That's tremendous. So at least it ended on a high note. I probably have one more for you, if you uh, general knowledge. If you want to give me one more, you want one more? Yeah, I, I got, got a true or false. I, I want to test out a true or false on you. Okay. Uh, let me find one more for That's you. Some oh, this fish, is, this by is, the way. I'm saying that fish is still staring at me. That oh, million, million dollar fish. Beautiful. Can fish. I get a replica of that as a Billy Bass? <laughs> 
right? So it talks there? Yeah, like an Alexa version of the $1.8 million bluefish to post on my wall. All right, I got something for you in your wheelhouse, and I don't think you saw this. So let's uh, – do you know who Mark Paul Gosselar is? <laughs> You can insult me. Of how course are you, you know. going to insult me like that? I, I let the audience and know how Z- who Zach Morris is. Is he your idol when you were growing up at some point? I, it wasn't that he was my idol. It's just that Kelly Kapowski was the girl I was in love with. So, but it was he was not my idol. No. Okay, so he recently did an interview. Okay, and he revealed he had in uh, what would you call that an off-screen romance with one of his former co-stars, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I will be happy to tell you it is not. Ooh. I don't know why I got such a sense Lisa of- Lisa Turtle? Nope. Jesse? Jesse. So Zach and Jesse were hooking up? Well, the first, thing, the first thing is when I saw this headline, before I clicked it, Okay. the first thing I thought was, if this is a headline, is it Mario Lopez? <laughs> right. <laughs> because of the way it was written- it's just like Mark. Oh, Paul yeah, God, I was hooking up with somebody. It was Mario Lopez. <laughs> yeah. Or Screech. So I'm thinking Dustin Diamond. Yeah, Dustin or, Diamond. Yeah, or, now like, that's a is, headline. Why is this still a. Uh, Mentioning hogs. Like, like, this is 20 years later. Why is this a headline? So I click on it, and it. What was it? Elizabeth Berkeley? Yeah, Elizabeth Berkeley, who, who was awesome. very naked in a movie. Like, the first thing she did after Saved by the Bell was. was the uh, most naked Showgirls. in any mo- movie. Yeah. 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 Showgirls. It was just. Oh, she was just the naked. the worst movie ever. There was a movie? The, that movie was so bad because that came out at I a time. I never saw the movie. All was, I did was see like three minutes of the like movie. If there was nudity in a movie, when that movie came out, it was the ultimate like pinnacle of being excited Get about there. nudity in a movie. Yeah. And I never watched it again. It was, it was horrible. Was that bad. Unwatchable. Even the sex scene in the, the pool. Ca- the character. She's like, she's just like. The, it was like convulsing in the right, pool. I'll, I'll be honest. I hated everything about the movie. I hated the characters. I hated the plot. I hated the premise. I hated virtually every single thing about that movie. There was nothing redeeming about it. Literally, nothing that I could find that was redeeming about that movie. We got to go back and watch the the sex scene in the pool when she's just flopping around. Like, there's just no acts acting whatsoever. Yeah, I think it's like an all timer on Rotten Tomatoes but in terms I of just, just. I just don't know why I was so pleased that, to find out that he was not really with Kelly Kapowski. Kapowski. Yeah, like, it's it funny like because a relief came there... over me, like, so his life wasn't really. And then I, I went on to read more of what he said. And he talked about like how you can't really date anybody when you're a kid in Hollywood because your mom takes you to the set, and it's not like you're walking anywhere. Tell that to Chachi. So spread out, <laughs> <laughs> Chachi. Chachi's banged anybody Chachi. that moves. Yeah, Chachi. He's his more worried Chachi's about though, right? that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, jeez. <laughs> Joni was walking bow-legged on set. Bay-o-watch. <laughs> right. he calls it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Bay-o-watch. So the funniest thing is that they dated on the show. There was like a Zach, uh, Kelly, or Zach, Jesse romance moment. Okay. And it was like incredibly awkward, no chemistry, and they're like, we can't do this. We're like brother and sister, right? And it was just like... Unimaginable that in real life. And but what's yeah, going she seems on like with uh, Gosler's career that he's like, all right, this is how I'm going to kind of. Like, Dude, he's, he's doing great. He, he's he? in that new show, The Passage. That's like oh, the, I, I the big that. deal on Fox. Yeah, he plays like a detective in this oh, okay. like zombie apocalypse. So he's show. going like the Ricky Schroeder way. Of, Whatever. He's working. Hey, yeah. Somebody. Yeah, he, good for him. He, he was, he's going to have a commercial know. on the Super Bowl. Does he really? That show is. I mean, I haven't seen anything from him. Oh, no, since no, no. That, I take that back. Fox doesn't have the Super Bowl. CBS does, right? Because it's Romo. Oh, it is Romo? Yeah. 
Romo's yeah, got Romo the ball. is making Aikman look. I mean, for years I had Buck and Aikman, Aikman in the NFC. I, see, I, I like, worse than Sims. Right. Oh, Phil Sims. But, but I'm saying just... forever, Fox had the better crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than CBS. Sure. I mean, for 20 years of watching football, yep. I never was like, oh man, I wish I had that. C- well, yeah, Deerdorf. I mean, CBS has just been awful. Gumble. And now you got Romo. Oh, uh, Romo's like, the best. How long Romo until we can get him best. in the NFC? Yeah, I watched him predict every single play. I'm screwed. He, he watching him he was, was like watching unbelievable. Him. Oh my god, predicting those plays it was unbelievable. And, and what's great is I I used to do a lot of what that was, and I wasn't always right. But I like that he explains how to see what he's seeing. Yeah, that's my favorite part of it because now like I'm getting smarter watching football yeah. because of this. That guy. was the best football watching experience I've, I've had, had in a long o- time. other than the fact that Tom Brady was. Thank you, Tony d- Romo, doing his business. You should have just retired after six years ago. Tony, you should have been doing this for yeah. a lot longer. We didn't need to see it. Yeah, he, he is snaps. great. Yeah, well, he'd be an amazing coach. Because if you're that. Who did they hire? Didn't they hire one of the other? Oh, yeah, Cutler. Jay Cutler <laughs> for like a minute. <laughs> is that the worst? It was like the greatest hire of all time. The worst hire of all time. Like Mr. Personality versus like the bluefish. <laughs> the dead, the dead then, tuna. And then, I don't know at. what Jason Witten's doing in the box oh. on Monday night. Is he, what, he's on Monday night, right? No, no bueno. Yeah, let's, no, let's not let's no, not go no. there. He's no Tony Romo. I don't know let's that tight end translates. He's, yeah, he's not predicting uh, plays. Yeah. He's not up there doing that. Um, all right, you have any general knowledge questions left? I think that we were. You said you had a true false for me, and we were moving on. Okay, so here is my true false for you. True or false? All the faces on United States paper money face right. False. That is correct. Yes, one face is to the left. Yes, you know who it is. Is it Washington? It is not. All right. It is Alexander Hamilton, okay. who was not a president. So I don't know why Franklin. I knew that, but I knew that there was one that faced it there the is. wrong way. Hamilton's so. the only one that faces the opposite direction. All right, let's move on to sports. What a time for sports. Jim. What a time for sports, Nick. It's about to go from the best to the worst. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's about to go. Literally, I, it folks, already is kind of getting folks. Bit. Folks, in two weeks from this moment, you are going to hear Nick and I break down Alliance of American Football conversation. All right, do you have any idea what I, we're talking about here, folks? I feel like it already is upon it. Like once that championship yeah, weekend the, happens, then it starts to really. And especially if the Patriots are in the Super Bowl, I sort of just mentally. Well, at least we got somebody to root, you know, root against. Always. How about when it's the Patriots and the Eagles, and then you're really just or Giants. I'm, yeah, a, you know, really right. I've, no I've lived through this many times where it's been, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. I never thought that Tom Brady would bring me closer to the New York Giants, but now I do not dislike the New York Giants franchise at all. I I used to be very anti-Giants. Sure. I am absolutely not. I hated them because, as far as I'm concerned, they save football because Imagine. at the very at the very least, he doesn't have that perfect season. So there is something to strive for. If Brady got that perfect season, there's nothing left to to win. You've, you've, I still don't know what he's got left to do. What is he doing? Stop. Just go Can't away. Can't you just stop? Go away. Go, Are you that go vain? Go away. That you need to keep seeing yourself in the Super Bowl? Yes. Like, to, to what end? You're already got it all. Go away. Stop. Stop. You're the boring. Juice. Let somebody else in. Go home. It's not fun anymore. No. Nobody it's likes not you. Funny. No They're one not likes fun. you. There's, like, people in the state that can't speak English. They like you. Everyone I I, else. I can't even understand ah. it because they weren't even good this year. Oh. They weren't good last year. I hate them. I just hate them. I just I, – I just – listen, all I could say is – and I mean no offense to the devil. I know, devil, if you listen to the Quizzo podcast, you probably will be offended by the statement. But when you made that deal with Tom Brady, you got screwed. He's gotten the better of you, buddy. <laughs> 
Okay? Because even if you get him for eternity in hell, he'll be more popular than you down there. He'll probably still be playing games. It's got. He's be. never gonna die. It's gotta be that. I just I can't take it. Oh yeah, I mean it's gotta be something. How do you go from something back up to in the Drew Matrix, Henson or just is that you know, his name, Drew Henson? That he it, backed up in Michigan. You see, one of my theories is that every world, everybody has their own personal world created for them. So you're in a simulation, but everything is created exactly for you. So in my case, my personal hell is the existence of that guy. Right. And it's just still going. And it's going and, and, like 20 years after I started. And we're years after. Like, here's your favorite thing, kid, football. Like, this is, we're going to ruin it for to, you. It's not supposed to go this long. And, oh, it was supposed to be your franchise, by the way. Your coach, your everything. Yes. The yeah. constant reminder. Constant reminder. But, you know, truth is we deserve it. Because apparently Belichick was like, absolutely. Like, Charlie Weiss was on with Guru and was talking about how Belichick would absolutely destroy D destroy or, or Bill Parcells would destroy his coaching staff and the higher up you are the worse you got it so by the time Belichick quit the Jets he was like I am never listening to that fat mother blanker again as long as I live I'm going where I'm going to be treated with respect where I don't have to listen to him tell me what players what I should do what I should be doing so we deserved what we got 100% because we made the deal with the devil which was Parcells I don't know, man. You sound like a self-hating uh, Jet fan. Uh, nobody just telling, deserves. I'm just saying. I, nobody deserves Bella, trading away a head coach and then having Bella, a nine Belichick, Super Bowls in your division dominate you. Bill Parcells pretty much make you a disaster. Bill Parcells did not. Fifteen years. Bill Parcells used us like a cheap suit. We yeah. weren't even his last coaching stop. Right. And he left us being the hated enemy of Bill Belichick right. for the rest of his life. Who has spent the last 16 years just torturing us because of the two years yeah, I don't had. think you deserve that. Well, we don't, but we're, we are that getting That guy it. is a mad genius. I'll tell you, this year... I can't stand re- it. Remember the, the Rams-Chiefs game when there was like 100 points scored or whatever? Right, yeah, 54, and everybody was like, There's no more defense, yeah, right. and it's throwing, throwing, throwing. And then he goes into this power running game in the postseason, right. and it's just like they ran run the ball 40 times against the Chargers. Nauseating. Just... just Unbelievable. Oh, man, I'm depressed now. See if I have a question about... Uh, yeah, is there even anything at the end of that? Yeah, sure. I got stuff. Me too. How many Big 12 quarterbacks have ever won an NFL playoff game? How many Big 12 quarterbacks have ever won an NFL playoff game? So these are guys that played for a Big 12 school who went on to play in the NFL... How many of them have won an NFL playoff game? Did Vince Young win a playoff game with the Tennessee Titans? Any quarterback for Oklahoma, like a Sam Bradford? Any Oklahoma State quarterback? The other teams in the Big 12 that could fall into this mix. You're not asking it if it's a random number, so I'm just going to say one. One. Vince Young? Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Pat Mahomes. Oh, there you go. That's right. Texas Tech. Yeah. He's the only quarterback to ever win a game in the NFL playoffs. Isn't that unbelievable? Like how out of is the that entire conference. Ever. Wow. How is that possible? That's right. Oh my And that's like an offense first. But you got like RG3, like got, Colt McCoy. Ever won a playoff game? No. I mean, think about the people you're naming. Brandon yeah. Whedon. No, I, I forget the people, the programs. I just I rattled off Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, Texas, Texas Tech, Texas A&M. Texas A&M? Well, they're in the SEC. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because they had Ryan Tannehill. Did he win a playoff game, though? I don't think so. Not that I know of. 
Because I think it would count if it was when Texas A&M was in the Big 12. Wow. That's, that is some... Is that unreal? One of the most incredible statistics so, I've ever heard. Uh, so uh, two weeks ago, no Big 12 quarterback had ever won a postseason game in the NFL. All right, I got two left for you here. I'm going to give you this one since we're doing all football and it's Super Bowl week. How old was Los Angeles Rams quarterback Jared Goff when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl? All right. Little little sports Paul. math. I like to call it sports math. Right? You gotta you gotta know your little years here in order to figure this out. You can piece it together even if you don't know exactly. You can figure out what year Goff was drafted, you can figure out what year the Patriots won it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm working on it. I know Goff has been in the league for three years. Mm-hmm. So that's a good start. Mm-hmm. 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 So that works me back to twenty mm-hmm. 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 16. I want to say golf came out as a junior. He did. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Junior year, you're 21. I love when Stern does math and he like just totally buys like you carry the one. So 21. So four to quarters. Minus. $4 a quarter. 14, $60. Uh, so if there's, 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 there's 40, 40 quarters. 40 quarters and $10. $10. 94. 64 is 93. All right, so I'm going to very, very confidently say that. Do, 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 do. All right, I'm going to say golf is 24. So if he's 24. He doesn't know which way the sun rises or sets, but that's okay. Just All you got to do is beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say he was seven. Eight. Yeah, right there. Right there. Should I give it within a year either way, or is that too... Because of the birthday cutoff? That's the pr- that that, that yeah. might be the problem with the question. Is Birthday's in just... October. But I don't know if that matters, but... Uh... Well, it does matter because he just turned... Yeah. Hey, but he was eight when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, yeah. which is ridiculous. Yeah, give it to him within one. Okay. Within one I, year. Yeah, I mean, if the chances are if I'm off by one... It's, I just feel like I give it, it to him within one, everyone will get it. No. No? You still think it'll be a little... Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think you're looking at maybe seven. That crazy though. People got it. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, because if they go, if they go six, like I was, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I was set, okay. at seven. And if they go six, they miss it. All right, I'll get it within a year either way. I like the question though. Yeah, it's crazy. Little eight year old watching TV. Jared Goff. Look at that guy. I'm gonna play him when he's a million years old and it won't go away. Is there any reason to be nervous that he's the next Tom Brady? No. Goff? Yeah. No. You think that golf is not as talented as Brady was when Brady was in his third year in the league? I, I don't worry about it. You don't think Sean McVay nope. is the... Nope. nope. I don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that? I don't want to hear that. No. Golf beats Brady. Brady uh, shouldn't even, he shouldn't even be in the Super Bowl. He shouldn't even be in this game. They should not even be oh, in this game. Dude, Goff went to New Orleans and, and beat the Saints. No, he did not. He went to New Orleans and got a incredibly bad call, which should have ended there the game. There was a lot of football that took place after that call, my friend. All right. If that call gets went called. Overtime, the Saints won the— I understand that, but the, listen. The if, that, if that game gets—if that call gets called, then it's first and goal on the four-yard line with a minute and 50 seconds 95% left. chance that— Okay. The Saints win that game at that point. I'm just saying. He still went to New Orleans and won a playoff I, I'm game. Not, I'm not disagreeing. I'm not saying he's a bad you know, player. Breeze has yeah. never lost a playoff game in that building. So yeah, he's already I taken know. out Breeze I, I, in the NFC. I want him to take out Brady in the worst That's way what possible. I'm saying. So no one is more excited line? about him taking out Brady than me. He takes out Brady. He's got the mad genius coach 
who just turned 33 yesterday. Happy birthday to <sighs> Sean McVay. That, 33 that, that makes me sick. years old. That makes me sick, Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> like a young Danny Bonaducci. All, All right, right. Let's, uh, let's move on. I'm going to give you the last one that I've got for you here because the other ones I'm reasonably confident you're going to know the answer to anyway. All right, I'll, I'll, let me get you one more. In that. Well, you ask, and then I'll have one more for you. The 1974 fight, the Rumble in the Jungle, featured Muhammad Ali defeating whom, Nick? The 1974 fight, the Rumble right. in the, the Rumble Jungle. The Rumble in the Jungle was uh, featured Muhammad was Ali defeating. Yes. yes, boom. I am going to get a lot of Joe Frazier because there's the Thriller in Manila. Right, 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 right. Because right. <laughs> yeah. nobody, everybody, when they hear a name, they associate all those fights with Frazier Ali. Right. They don't associate the Rumble in the Jungle with Foreman Ali. Yeah, but that was one of the better ones too. The Foreman Ali oh, yeah. fight. It's hard to believe that he was fight in 1974. He was the heavyweight champion when I was like a teenager. And yeah, he was the heavyweight <laughs> champion. And I have his grill upstairs. <laughs> All right, it's just, this is just tough because I only have one left, and I have so many here that I want to ask you. But I've just got to pick the best one. Who is the only quarterback with 100 wins and 100 losses for the same franchise? Ooh. There's only been one quarterback to win 100 games and lose 100 games. Archie Manning? He did not win 100 games yeah. with the Saints. He probably lost 100. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he lost 100. <laughs> but he did not win 100. Uh, let's see. So maybe somebody that was there was so long that was successful. Uh, Brady? Has not lost 100 games. <sighs> <sighs> that loses four games a year <laughs> to be there for to be there for twenty five seasons. Oh, Jesus Christ, you're right. That goes twelve and four. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> close every year. I don't know, man. That's a that's a great question. So longevity is the key. There is it. Like, is it an old timey name? Nope. No. Okay. Hmm. Still playing or yes? Wow. Still playing. Breeze. Nope. Because he's had some bad losing seasons. Hasn't lost 100 games with the same franchise. Remember, he was with the Chargers, Chargers for, for the first part of his career. It feels lost. like he's been with the Saints for a decade, probably, uh, at this point. Uh, I mean, yeah, a decade, but he's not losing 10 games a year. Yeah, that's true. Um, active QP. Gotta be Phil Rivers. Nope. Really? No, they're they a pretty good, reasonable team. They, they win a lot of games, the Chargers. Especially early on in his career. Same thing as as, uh, Goober, as Manning. Goober? Goober. Goober. Hall of Famer. (laughs) I should have gone right to Goober. I should have realized we're trying to set it up here for (laughs) a Goober Goober. takedown. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Sorry, Goobs. I had to get get that one in there. Hundy losses. How do you feel about that there, Goober? Way to go. Good job there. Take it Uh, over your old man. Way to go, Goobs. There was a stat we did. Ten years ago. Saquon Barkley, number one pick in the fantasy draft next year? Over Gurley. I'm taking... Are you kidding me? After this playoff with Gurley's knee and the uncertainty surrounding it? It's not even a question. All they have to do in the offseason is get a little bit better. I'm being positive, and I think Gurley's going to run for 180 yards against those linebackers and the Patriots. I think he's seriously hurt right now. I think Andy Reid did such a bad job preparing for that game that it's it's, it's hard to even... It's not a surprise. They fired not. their defensive coordinator right afterwards. Former Jets defensive coordinator. Offensively, they should have been able to. Dude, the throws that Mahomes can make and the Ridiculous. speed of the New Orleans line, of the uh, New England linebackers and to not exploit that. Oh. 
just ridiculous. Imagine if you had said the New England Patriots are going to be minus two in turnovers and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to score 31 points in the second half. Unbelievable. Who would you think would win the game? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> it, those are unbelievable numbers. They make me absolutely nauseous. I'm still sick. I got to be honest sickening. with you. I'm still sick. Really, D. Ford is the guy. I want his head on a platter because yeah, of course we're going to sign him to some ridiculous like twelve million a year deal now. And I mean, we might as well let the audience know we're in a fantasy football playoff league, right? That was worth a, a couple thousand dollars, yeah. and all we needed was the Chiefs to, to beat the Patriots, and, then we and we were a lock to win it. Yeah. And, and we came very close and did not yeah, win. So that cost us each each at least a grand. But it was shame on us for picking the Chiefs ever. We should have gone not right really in there, pick me. three, and gone right to Brady. Uh, yeah, just, I know, it's horrible. I, don't know. Uh, uh, All right, I can't talk about this anymore with them. we got to move on to the next subject because I, I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate you. I hate you. Sorry. I, I'm going to be in therapy for many years dealing with the uh, nightmare of the New England Patriots. Do you want to move on to your geography? Yeah, history? we can move on. Okay. What Las Vegas Nevada hotel was at the time the largest in the world when it opened with 2,100 rooms in the 1970s? Hmm. What Las Vegas Nevada hotel was at the time the largest in the world when it opened in the 1970s with 2,100 rooms? Man. This is tough. Because there's so many to choose from, and I know yep. it's not one of the early iconic ones because they were already open. By early and iconic, way yep, way open. I am going to make a guess only because you are such a homer that it's the Tropicana. It is not. <sighs> it is the MGM Grand that opened in the seventies. Yes, it did. All right, it's the, it's the biggest one there now. Okay, but it's I've, been expanded since. Okay, I thought that opened. No, I never would have had that. I thought I think that opened the, the like in the 2000s. The specific year was 1974. I'm listening to an amazing I thought book. it was brand new, like when you and I were out there. Maybe the expansion was. Yeah. They must, the have re- they must have yeah. renovated it. So I'm reading a book called Roll the Bones, The History of Gambling in the World. And it's oh, awesome. incredible. So like, just I've oh, learned so much. Audiobook. I'm listening to a book. Okay. I'm listening. You I'm say reading, reading, though. And I yeah. knew you were listening to it, so I only say that to expose you. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me the hard yeah, copy. Pass, you that, over yeah, pass that over. You like that? No. Yeah, I'll just use your Audible account. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. But it's it's tremendous. And I've learned uh, there will be a lot of questions. We asked one last week about the Redato was the first what in the world. And the answer is casino. The first casino in the world was called the Redato in Italy. Okay. And uh, from the Redato, they Where had the, the Redatai. Rome? Rome. Yeah. They had the Redatai and the Cassini. And those were two uh, offshoots, like little versions of the Redato that were in offshoot towns. Oh, so cool. the Cassini, which was the smallest of them, eventually is what gave name Casino. Cool. All right, I got to listen to that. Yeah, it's awesome. And it does the history of Vegas, the history of Atlantic City, the history of every casino, like uh, metropolitan area in the world, like uh, uh, the area Machao, Machao in uh, China, mm-hmm. which is the largest uh, gambling mecca in the world. Macau? Macau. Macau. Yeah, that's right. Macau. Macau. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, Spelled Macau. It is, but I don't speak Mandarin. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, I got one. You got it. 25% of the homeless in America live in what state? Oregon? 25% of the homeless. Oh, so you've been to Portland? Because doesn't it just seem like there's just homeless all over? No. I, I read like there's an anti-vaccination breakout of measles. And where is it? It's in it's, Oregon. It's in Oregon. Yeah, yeah, like, all right. 
I, I talked to somebody who went to Portland, and they're just like literally just like kids laying and just like teenagers just laying on the sh- streets of the courthouse. We like, just sleep on the streets. Yeah. We're just yeah. No, it is not Oregon. Twenty five percent. Twenty five percent of all the homeless in America. It's got to be California. There. There, I California. Mean, right? yeah. I just wanted to insult Oregon the way you wanted to call <laughs> yeah. me out on. Yeah, you gave Oregon listening. a shot. <laughs> just in case you thought I was going to let you off easy. I know you only got a, a tenth of the population, <laughs> but you're probably number two. Oh, man. Yep. All right. California, well, home to 25% of all the homes. Fifth largest economy in the world. Dream Makes utopia. Sense, if you were homeless, I'm going to San Diego. Yeah. Showers on the beach. It's never It's, it's never, never cold. Right. It's never cold, never hot. Right, so it's you just, you just relax. Right, right? how just, bad can it be? Right, that's the problem. You're in New York. It's like, uh oh, winter. Oh my gosh, New yeah, York, it's minus it. three degrees. And now I have to live like huddled under blankets. There's nothing forgiving about New York City. Like, when yeah. were you ever in New York City? And you're like, wow, I could really spend. No, if I mean, I'm in San Diego, Park, all but... you really need is a pair of shorts. Right, you could kind of be homeless and just be tanning on the beach almost all the time. And yep. Yeah, huh? uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm heading right to San Diego. Right, that's what I see these people that yeah. are homeless. Other At places, some point, you've had going. enough money to get there. So that's what that's well, that's Start why 25 percent of them are <laughs> Start walking. There you go. So they're not as stupid as everybody thinks. <laughs> uh, Albania is part of what peninsula? Albania is part of what peninsula? Albania is part of what peninsula? I hope it's the Balkans. You got it. All right. And guess what? What? Dilly Duca will not be on FC Motown next year, Nick, because he got signed by the number one team in the Albanian Premier League, and he is headed to the Balkans. Enjoy the Balkans. Enjoy the Balkans, Dilly. Dilly, Dilly. (sighs) So there goes FC Motown's best player. (laughs) Dilly, Dilly. Dilly, Dilly. Uh, He's half Albanian, so he qualified as a national. This is kind of an um, underrated pandemic. Oh, <laughs> nothing like an <laughs> underrated pandemic. What killed 1% of the world's population in 1918? What killed 1% of the world's population? Think of that, 1% awful. of the world's population in 1918. Right. Is it something as simple as, like, the flu? Well, or, it's or, specific. Was it, like, typhoid? Or was it... No, uh, no, it wasn't typhoid. It was at uh, the measles... You were closer before with the flu, but it, it wasn't. It, it, it's got a name. The play, the bird bird flu. No, that's Pig what flu. this is. This is not as wide, widely known as. Did you potato flu? It's what actually killed the guy from Twilight. You know Edward from Twilight. The uh, yeah, the vampire. Yeah, the reason he's dead in the movie. Yeah, in the books. Yeah. Oh, I don't. In the books, the movie. Okay, yeah, but right, right. yeah, this is what he dies of. And this is why he's he's a vampire because he died of this in 1918. Oh well, yes, but then he was. Born. It was called Spanish flu. Spanish flu. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah, but uh, it killed one percent of the world's population. That's and not it's good. Not, and it was oh. only happened a hundred years ago. Yeah, something's coming back for us. <laughs> I, viruses freak me out. Like the fact that that yeah, like a hundred years ago there is like this rapid force that's just waiting to pounce and destroy humanity, like periodically, cleanse. <laughs> Yeah, hey, that's it's like that, that movie Bird Box. Did you, did you see that? I did see it, yes. What did you think? I liked it. I did too, but I was. didn't it freak you out? A little? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I keep a pulse on all these pandemics that, and stuff. That so whole first I, part I keep my eye on it where and, people uh, just started killing themselves everywhere? 
No bueno. I didn't like that at <laughs> yeah, all. No, you didn't like that? No, I did not like that. I was very disturbed by that. I had trouble sleeping you that You know night. what I don't like is idiots that are driving their cars blindfolded now. They call it the oh, Bird Box Challenge. Oh, my God. These are, are the people such... that should be put away for a long, a long, long time. We are such a stupid race. Just really I saw is. it on TV. Ah. Ah. Here's my last one for you in uh, geography history. What British overseas territory is located between Spain and Morocco, Nick? British overseas territory is located between Spain and Morocco. Gibraltar. It is. It is Gibraltar, the lovely land of Gibraltar. Got to go sometime. Ah, I can't wait, man. Yeah, it is a British overseas territory. So hotly yeah. disputed, obviously, because Spain claims oh, it, Morocco at claims it. But the demographics are exactly Atlantic City. It's, it's the craziest parallel ever. 30,000 people live there. That's who the permanent residents are. It's a tourist town, so they only have a season, uh-huh. right? So it's like people go visit during the season and during the off-season when it's not as, you know. Uh, but it's usually warm there. It's generally speaking in a, in a yeah, southern a climate. climate. So, yeah. um, you know, but uh, there's uh, 30 million tourists that come yeah, through there. Unbelievable. So parallels, parallels. Uh, you got one more, or do you want to just move right into entertainment? I'm, I'm good Up to you. Way. I can go yeah. either way. Yeah, throw an entertainment at me. Just... Entertainment, you want to go? Yeah. All right, let's go entertainment. Did you see? Well, I shouldn't say do you see. I should say this. Oh, say you see. What musician got his name because he could trace his ancestry to Herman Melville? What musician got his stage Moby. name? Moby. Moby, yes. Yeah, well there done. you go. Yeah. I met him. Yeah, at Syracuse. Yeah, yeah I, I I'd spent the I whole day that. with him. Yeah, I remember that. That's a weird dude. Did he ever mention? <laughs> you know his uh, real name, is, or his real middle name is Melville. Whatever his real name no, is. No, we didn't have that conversation. Uh, we talked mostly about the food he required and uh, what he would like me to get him. Yeah, well, he's a vegan. Yes, there, there was a lot of conversation. You know he's he wanted. super wealthy? Yeah, I believe it. You know, you know why? Because he doesn't spend any money. No, because <laughs> he produces a lot of other people's stuff. No, because he inherited the Moby Dick fortune. No, no, not at all. None of that. It's it's the it's kind of the funniest way of getting super wealthy you could imagine. But he was a vegan mm-hmm. who lived in Texas when Whole Foods got going. Okay, so he invested early on. All of his money because he was like, this Whole Foods is the greatest. Oh, it's Whole Foods. I'm vegan. So he made a fortune off of Whole Foods and then does digital music. Right. And what company's equipment do you think he used to do all of his digital music off of? Apple. And he was like, this freaking Apple is the greatest. So he took all of his money well, from Whole Foods and, and, and put it into Apple. And this is like, man, that's why it worked in 20 years. Right, because he doesn't he's need to. sitting on an empire of money from being a vegan. Think he was so own part of a people, soccer team? You know, invest in things like you use, people, was a vegan, Especially early on. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, it's, that's, you, a good, that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Like, if and you I don't know, know that you're he's your got like 100 million, but ask Alexa what his net worth is. Uh, I, could, I could find that just as easily here. Um, but this is, uh, so this is what's my story about uh, Moby. I remember the best, like, so what have you been doing lately? He's like, ah, you know, I really don't have to work, so I only kind of. So I'm guessing he's got maybe twenty million, twenty five million, something like that. Uh, network uh, a net worth of thirty two million. There you go, thirty two million. That guy hasn't had a, guy had one, yeah, hit, one song hit, that hit, I one can, song can name. You can name. Right. And you met him. Like and spent the day with him. Yeah, I spent the whole day so with what him. What was the song called? Was it like Rockefeller Skank? 
That's not him. Oh no, that's, that's uh, Fat Boy Slim. That's Fat Boy Slim. Uh, no, Moby was. Uh, uh, what's it called? It was. Well, it sounded exactly like that, though. No, it's, it's, it's like he basically had Gwen the... Stefani on it. It was. Oh well, no, that's Southside. Southside. Yeah, I love that song. But that that's song's song. great. Yeah, but there is. Uh, but that wasn't his big hit. He had a. He had another big oh, hit. So he's got two songs. Yeah, his. Um... So let's compare him to another guy that's got one or two songs. Bowling for Soup. How much is his network? That <laughs> <laughs> guy's playing uh, Turning Stone Casino this week for well, five he's grand. Got $32 million. In the bank. All right, so let's this, see. This is famous for one year in 1997. All right, so here's. Porcelain is Moby's top played yes. song ever. That's it. That makes sense. Yes. More than Southside, or is that not on the. How could that be played more than Southside? Go. That's a song I know. Uh, yeah, no. Because Southside's listed under Stefani. Oh, I thought that was his song. He He's on it. He produced it, but... I, mean, I thought that was on his album. I thought I had an uh, album of Moby's, and Southside was on that album, but... I feel like there's like a different song that I know of Moby that's not that I'm not looking at that has like very much a Rockefeller skank, you know, like. Uh, I mean, the time period is about right, but Moby was just ahead of Fat Boy Slim, I think, in terms of when they hit hit the market. I feel like they were out right at the same time. Yeah. Just again. I'm going to get this because it's going to drive me crazy unless I, I guess, you know, everyone's pointing to porcelain. So is that the song I'm thinking of? And I just didn't know the name of it properly. Let's see. What's this song sound like? This one I yeah. definitely remember. Yeah this, yeah, this one I know. Yeah, but this is not the song that I'm thinking okay. of. Because this, is song, is Go? Like, is that this song? song is depressing as hell. Wasn't there a movie called Go that came out right around this time? It's kind of kind of cool. Do you remember that movie Go? I vaguely do. I think it was about like five kids like doing ecstasy or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. No, I saw it. All right. No, this ain't it. I know this one. Yeah, I remember this one. It's got it's got some good stuff here. Extreme Waves. None of these are the song that I'm thinking of, though. You're thinking of Fat Boy Slim. Totally not. Moby also had a song that was just like that Fat Boy Slim song. And I just can't remember exactly what it was. I'm, I'm thinking it might be Go. Natural Blues. Well, we could be here all day, folks, going through Moby's catalog, but all you got to know is Moby's rich. Yes. Moby does not need your he money. did it the old-fashioned way. All right, speaking of people who are rich, what actor made his on-screen debut in Fast Times at Ridgemont High opposite Judge Reinhold and Sean Penn? What actor made his on-screen debut at Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which I recently watched, by the way, and I love it even more than I did. Nicolas Cage. Yes. Nicolas Cage's first on-screen. And do you know what he was? Uh, his billing in that movie was? Uh, Nicholas Coppola. Yes. Because he is the nephew of Francis Afold Coppola. What kind of asshole changes their last name from Coppola when you're trying to be an actor? Because you don't want to get pigeonholed. It worked for him. You can't say that. I mean, it did work for him. It he did is work a leading for guy. Him, but, yeah, I, I just... 
And you never associate of- him with Coppola. Like, that's a trivia question. That's right. not something. That's right. a, so that's why. Yeah, he, he was able to he do it. He did it on but- his own, and nobody's like, oh, he's only famous because he's a Coppola. Do you know the tallest actor to win an Academy Award? <laughs> this is kind of ridiculous, no. but you do love this guy, so. John Lithgow? No, not he's, an Academy Award winner. He's gangly. Probably not. Um, he's just the tallest guy I can think of right at that moment. And this guy's not a giant. I want to say he's 6'5". I think I looked it up. He's 6'5". got to give me a time frame or something or a movie. Or, cause... Well, you, you love one of his movies, um, but it's not the movie he won the Academy Award for. But I think your is, is overall... It, uh, Herman Munster? No. He's tall. Fred Gwynn? Fred Gwynn. Because my cousin that, Vinny. He never got that uh, Academy Award. No. But wait, not for my cousin Vinny, but he was a serious actor, so I thought maybe like in the 50s he had some movie I okay. never heard of uh, or whatever. Yeah. You know. That's, that's what you're saying. Before he was Herman Munster. Right. That, that, that's why I guess that. I just know he's freakish looking. Um, How can I give you a clue to this? He God, married an older woman. Better not be Ben Affleck. No, it's not. Uh, he never won an Academy Award. Yeah, he did. <laughs> ben Affleck? Yeah, he did. Not for acting. No, for directing. No, no, not for directing. For writing a screenplay. Right, screenplay. Right, right. No, he didn't win the directing Oscar for Argo. No, but he does have an Academy Award. Yes, for writing. But okay, that, that's part of, that's this for, is for acting, though. Okay, six foot five actor, Tim Robbins. Yes. For Shawshank Redemption? He won it for Mystic River, I believe. Oh, okay. But, Supporting actor for yeah, Mystic so River. Yeah, so Shawshank Redemption is one of my all-time favorite movies. And then I was like, oh, yeah, he's tall. Yeah. I remember him. He's right. freakishly tall. And, uh... And he married Susan Sarandon, who's yeah. 10 years older. And, and Bull his... Durham is one of your favorite movies. Yes, absolutely. Nuke Lelouch. And yeah. his uh, son-in-law is Kyle Martino, who's big in the soccer world. He's a pundit. He's a former professional soccer his player. His son-in-law? Yeah. So Susan Sarandon and Tim Robbins' is daughter. Susan Sarandon's daughter? An actress. Is it also his daughter, too? Yes. Uh, but it's her last daughter. name is Sarandon, isn't it? Or is her name? I, I think... I, I don't the think one it's, that was in California. I don't think it's his biolog- I don't think he's her biological father. Right. I think he's her stepfather. Okay. Uh but I do know that their grandchild is Kyle Martino's kid and he's married to that actress. Okay. So She's a babe. I know. Imagine an actress marrying an <laughs> athlete. Never I, seen it's it. very, very rare thing to see these days. They seem very happy though. Um okay, so we are did you ask yeah, you asked me a question, right? Yep. Good. Okay. Hmm, where to go here? Should I ask you something in your wheelhouse or out of your wheelhouse? Nick, what would you like? Well, I guess I have to say out of my wheelhouse or I sound like I'm backing down. Did John and Kate from John and Kate plus eight fame have more boys or girls? You got a 50-50 shot. Talk about out of my wheelhouse. That's the most out of your wheelhouse I I could give you. So John and Kate plus eight. Yep. Did they have more boys or more girls? 50-50 chance. Girls. Yes, girls, five to three. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mean question. Get back and that central part. I, actually, I was. I was. I figured if we're, if I, we're starting I heard it, John and Kate. John and Kate. <laughs> <laughs> you said out of your wheelhouse, bro. I went I out of your wheelhouse. I uh, you remember Talia Shire, right? Uh, Rocky's wife? Yo, Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. All right, I have a bonus question She's for also you. in... Uh, She's also in uh, Godfather. She is. She's she was in Godfather. She was. She was the girl getting married. So you know her. Yeah, yeah. She's one of those people who's been in like five things, ever. and they're the five greatest <laughs> right. things that are ever made. Like, wh- why didn't you keep acting? 
All right, so this is a bonus question. Okay. 10 points if you can get two of them. Oh. 20 points if you can get all three. Oh, boy. Name Talia Shire's famous brother, son, and nephew. Oh, my God. Name Talia Shire's famous brother, son, and nephew. Two for ten. I can't get one of them. (laughs) And And I know exactly who she is. I did not know she had any of those things. Would you like a clue? Of course. We've already mentioned her famous brother and her famous nephew today. Really? So Nicolas Cage is the nephew. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Francis Ford Coppola is the her brother. brother. That's why she's That's in why the she's Godfather. a Godfather. That certainly makes sense, Talia. So you're just missing her son, no, who no. I think you're a fan of. This guy. Yeah? I know you loved a show he was in. What show? I don't remember the name of it. It was one of those HBO shows with Ted Danson. Oh yeah, love that show. You're talking about uh, the one with like the private sleuth? eye? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, that's Jonathan just... Schwartzman. Is that it? Or Jason. Jason? Jason, yeah. Yeah, Jason, yeah, Jason Schwartzman. Schwartzman. That's right, her right. son. That's her son? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shires? Yes. That's Shires? That's that Adrian? Great? Yep. Uh, yeah, what was the name of that show? It was a great show. Uh, yeah, he and Ted Danson. Zach Galifianakis yep. was yep. also in it. He's fantastic yep. at that. That was, show's got to come back. That was a there great There was only, show. what, eight episodes of it? Or did they do a couple seasons of it? They did a couple seasons, of they did a couple okay. seasons. yeah. Um, God, uh, hold on. I'll get the name of that. But that's that was an absolutely fantastic show. Uh I think, for some reason, I remember one of the episodes being called Dumbo. And I was like, what is Dumbo? And it's down under... The Manhattan Bridge, bridge under, under, under overpass. Right, right. Yeah, over Bored to death. Bored to death. That Bored to death. Yeah, Zach Galifianakis, Jason Schwartzman, and Ted Danson. Yep. And, you know, I, I love that Ted Danson's still out there doing yep. great work. Because he could have just called it after Cheers and nobody would have said a word. And then he went on to do Becker... Which people love. Yeah, no, he's 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 still out there working. All right, uh, I'm going to end with one in your wheelhouse because I can't do that to you. I'm not going to let you All right. go out on the... Uh... Just hope I don't miss it. It's a lot of days till the next podcast and I don't feel like being angry. Hmm. <sighs> I'm in such a debate. They're both wheelhouse questions. I just don't know which one I want to laugh more at <laughs> Got it. as an answer. That happens to me. The answer is a guy or a girl. Which one? Which one do you want? I, I just, just, just go ahead. Just go which ahead. one do you want? The one that uh, the answer is a guy or the one that the answer is a girl? Uh, give me the answer is a girl. What actress and Jenny Craig spokeswoman starred in the TV series Fat Actress? And you're saying it's in my wheelhouse. Yes. And I'm saying we just we just talked about is something. Is it not Kirstie Alley? It is Kirstie okay. Alley. Okay. I was like, we just mentioned Ted Danson five seconds ago. So this is a, a, fat a perfect actor. Yeah, yes. it, it, Okay. Can you imagine? I was confused for a second. God was, bless was, you, Kirstie, because that takes guts. To You're be a like, fat actress? Just to go up and say, I'm going to just name the show Fat Actress. Do you have to give back all the money you got from Jenny Craig, though, in order to... <laughs> it's like you were the I don't, see, I don't see Oprah doing anything. Oh, yeah. Well, she's making money. I know that. Whatever uh, Oprah's doing. Right, but I don't... I know I, she's selling cauliflower pizza. Yeah. That's what I saw. Uh, that's, that's all I see is cauliflower pizza. Um, let's see. So you you want to end it with one my way? Yeah, you got the highest grossing movie of 2018. Black Panther? Black Panther. Hey, good for you, Black Panther. So Wakanda forever. I guess that's how we'll end it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Episode 94 is in the books for Nick. My name is Drew. Quizotrivia.com, folks. Mm-hmm.
This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Come on.